This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Peter K. Navarro sitting in for the Admiral in the war room. And do we have some posse behind us? These folks love Admiral Bannon. This is the reawakened tour, and it's a uh, the brainchild of Clay Clark and my brother here on my right, Mike Flynn. We got Cash Patel with us. I'm going to turn this right over to the general. What are we doing here today? Yeah, wow. Hey, Steve, so great to be on uh, the War Room with Peter and Cash. We're here in Miami at the Trump Doral. It's a beautiful event. We have 4,000 people here. This is our 20th Reawaken America event, and uh, we plan on carrying these all the way through to November of uh, 2024, where we're going to have a massive victory for uh, Donald J. Trump. So. Uh, we have a beautiful uh, group of people here. I mean, just an unbelievable lineup of speakers. Cash, Peter have, are, are both, you know, have both been up. We've got uh, Devin. We had Laura Trump. We've got Eric Trump. We've got uh, Jim Brewer. We've got Mike Lindell. We've got just a range of just great, great Americans, pastors, doctors, lawyers, everybody. Uh, and it's just a wonderful, wonderful experience for uh, America. These people love this country. And let me quote you on the stage earlier. This is not a revival. Not this, a revival. This is an action plan, an action, 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 yeah. Bannonite plan. Yeah. What are you asking people to do? I always tell, I tell people, I use the phrase, local action has a national impact. I want people to get involved. This is not a cheerleading session or a rah-rah session. This is about, you know, listen, learn, get an idea of what you can do. There's a lot of options that are presented here in the, uh, over the two days that we run these things. And I want people to get off the couch and get out there and get involved in their communities. And Steve, you know how, uh, how passionate I am about that, getting involved in my own community. So just, this is about getting involved in the, in the country. And let's bring uh, Cash Patel in right now, brother. Uh, it's great to be with you on the War Room and Mike Flynn as always. Look, if you can't feel the energy in this place, you're not living in America. And if you haven't been to a Reawaken tour, hats off to Clay Clark, Mike, Aaron, and your entire team. This is, I think, my eighth one. Yeah. Um, you know, let's lead it off with a teasing. I'm up in about an hour and a half or so, but you want to know something, Mike, that has never happened in eight years? Me, you, and Devin Nunes in the same room again exactly. for the first time in seven, <laughs> seven years. years. And that is something that I think speaks to what this tour is about. Yeah. Fighters in America like Clay and Devin who stand up for America First values and who want to win the election and put America first, Peter. And they have been doing it year after year, give us, doggedly. Give us a little preview of, the, of your speech. 
Yeah, I should probably put that one together, hey, Mike? <laughs> That's no, right. You know, you gotta, you know, with events like this, and I think Mike can relate too, you don't want to put together a pre-clamp feed. You no. want to go around, talk to the audience. Authentic from the heart. Hear about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think I'm feeling a lot of, of course, where's the accountability coming in in the news cycle with the 51 exactly. Intel letter, Hunter Biden, the pay for play scheme. So I think we got to educate the folks out there yep. or arm them in this room to yep. educate outside yeah. how we do that when we don't have the White House. And it's a long fight. These guys have been fighting it for yeah. years. I mean, the people that we, that we bring into these events, Steve, and, and for your audience, these are people that are active. They're active, and what we do yeah. is we activate them even more and give them ideas about how they can get back into their community. We have people at this event, this is about the fourth or fifth time that we've been able to achieve this from all 50 states wow. attending this event here in Miami at the Trump Doral. I mean, we met some people last night that came in from Hawaii. So we have people from all 50 states. That's happened maybe four or five other times in these uh, in these events. These are people who are active, and they are going to get more active in the uh, coming weeks and months in the uh, the lifeblood of this country. General, I want to talk a little bit about uh, this this dark day in America, where Title 42 is expiring. The Biden crime family is allowing an unprecedented invasion of our southern border. And President Trump in his uh, town hall with CNN talked about some of the steps he would take, including the, the largest um, rapid deportation uh, ever. If you were the National Security Council advisor in the Trump administration on day one, uh, what tools are available to you and how would you help the president address this crisis? Yeah. There's a lot of tools available. I will tell you that we have to declare almost a state of war. We are being invaded by millions of people from all over the world, you know, and, and a lot of these people are, uh, as uh, Trump has said, and we know this, especially out of places like Venezuela and some of the other countries outside of this continent, they're coming from prisons, they're coming from insane asylums. Yeah. I mean, we have we have thousands and thousands of Chinese crossing the border. I mean, if anybody out there watching Michael Yan and Chinese, report, to be clear. a lot of Chinese, thousands and thousands of Chinese mm -hmm. coming. Why? You got to ask why. So we have an invasion of this country going on. We have to almost think about declaring this almost like a state of war. So you know, among the resources is not only our Department of Defense, which I'll let Cash talk a lot about because he knows a lot about the ability for our Department of Defense to be able to mobilize and. To, and to take care of this serious domestic problem that we've got going on. This is not a, this is not an immigration problem. We have an invasion. This is an invasion of this country. It's destroying the fabric of our country and the drugs that are coming in. You know, this is no longer the war on drugs. We have a war in this country and it's starting in our southern boundary, southern border, and uh, we, need to, we need to take more action. It's beyond the, uh, the capabilities, really, of what the Department of Homeland Security has. I think we need to bring in even more of the Department of Defense, and I know Cash can talk to that. In, in yeah, and to that point, Cash, you were inside the belly of that beast, and <laughs> what I observed from the West Wing is I tried to do things with the Pentagon. There was just a tremendous amount of pushback. Yeah. I, the, 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 the initial guy in there, Bulldog, what was his name? You know what I'm talking oh, about? Millie and Ma Austin, Esper, and all those. The first guys. one. Yeah, Esper. Oh, uh, Mattis. Mad Dog Mattis, Mattis, yeah. So if you were on day one at the Pentagon, how would you deal with the, with the pushback you'd probably get inside, and what would you be doing yeah. well, if I you don't were know, Secretary I, of Defense? I don't know what you guys are talking about. The Secretary of Homeland Security sure. said the border's sealed. It's closed. It's not open. So next topic. Wow. 
9,000 illegals a day, 3 million to date. And I'm not arguing against the humanity of what they're fighting for, but I think we got to protect our citizens first. And Donald Trump said when we were at DOD, we can redeploy DOD assets. We're not talking about uniformed military officers, exactly. but we are talking about ships and aviation assets right. along the border, in the Gulf, exactly. on the Atlantic, and the Pacific, and we reposition them. And you know who brought us the same government gangsters that you just brought up, and you know yes. how we defeat them, if you know this, you can't just have the top level replaced. It's 17 rungs down. Yes. And we've got the bench for it. You know, yeah, we it. Absolutely you know it, and we just didn't get it right the first time. Personnel is the critical issue. Chinese fentanyl is killing 100,000 Americans a year, minimum. And now they have the audacity to say, oh, we don't send the fentanyl, we just send the ingredients to the Mexican drug cartels. They send you the drugs yeah. that kill our kids. And, yeah. and you know, I yeah. talk a lot about this. Um, you were the, the first National Security Council guy for the president. And the, the protocol, as you know, is to get rid of everybody in that council when you come in That's with right. a new administration and bring in people we that, that were loyal <laughs> and you could trust. And you yeah. were going to do that. You know, at the height but of the But McMaster, yeah. the guy who replaced yeah, you right, after right. The, the unconscionable acts of the FBI and justice didn't do that. How do you deal yeah. with that? Yeah, so just a little bit of history. At the height of the Cold War, when we had a half a million troops in Europe, as, as for an example, we had 20 aircraft carrier battle groups. We had about 45 people on the National Security Council at the height of the Cold War, when wow. in some of the most difficult times that our nation was facing then. You know, fast forward to 2016, there was almost 500 people on the National Security Council wow. when I walked in the door. And one of the one of the and things four hundred ninety nine yeah we're against you right oh no it's terrible it's terrible so so all of what we're talking about here is really two things to me this we have to we have to get to severe government reform number one and the second thing is we have to really and we can we can do these together we have to have national security looked at so critically and national security people forget that it's. It's not just about foreign policy and what's happening yeah. in Europe or what's happening in the Pacific. It's what's happening right here at home. And we have a massive domestic security yeah. problem that is a subset of our overall national security. If we do not protect our home we, that is being invaded right now, we are going to lose this home. And, and Cassius highlighted 100,000 a year. It's probably more than that, yeah. the, the greater effect that's happening. We have got to take care of our home first, and then we can worry about the rest of the world. And I put in a good word for government gangsters if, <laughs> if they ever let it get published. But tell well, me, Cash, you know, on day one, if you were a, a, the, the attorney general, um, how would you clean up the Department of Injustice and the FBI? And look, tell me what your thoughts on that. It's not dissimilar from what Mike's saying. Government reform is government reduction. Exactly. I don't, you were talking about why didn't these things get done? Because there was a thousand people in between the cabinet secretary and the White House saying, no, we don't want Donald Trump to succeed. Yes. We're gonna disobey yes. the chain of command. So one, you just eliminate the majority of those positions. Exactly. And you stop the weaponization of DOJ, stop acting on politics. We know it with Hunter Biden, we know they've rigged consecutive elections. It's not a right-wing conspiracy, so we have to educate the public we know with it. that going forward. We know it. And when we're in power, it's not about revenge. It's exactly. about going to do the job for the American public. And this is what I'm gonna say on stage. The FBI, start there. 
No new FBI headquarters building. We don't need that behemoth. Exactly. We take the 2,500 agents in Washington, D.C., and we send them to the streets of America to fight crime. We don't need them in Washington. And that's what you do with almost every agency. But, and I, but and I think before, before we do that, we find out which one of them were responsible. Oh, I got a list. Entrapping yeah. him. I, I think I think what what something that something that Cash said that's really important for your audience, and that's this idea. This is not about retribution. This is about fixing yes. the problems that we have that are very clear, and there and every American knows it. You know, if there's two things that are in the fabric of who we are as Americans, one we have people that demonstrate courage, and we've had it throughout our history. Every every service member that's ever sacrificed their lives demonstrates courage from the founding fathers all the way to to those men and women that are serving overseas. The second thing is accountability. We want to make sure that people are held accountable. That's our whole rule of law system. That's our that's the justice system that we have. This is not about uh, retribution or, or uh, vindictiveness. This is about fixing a system that has gotten so out of control and so broken. And yes, there is corruption. There are corrupt people. They'll be held accountable. And we're going to have to do that because the people of you know the American people they deserve that. But this is about fixing a, a government that has gotten so astray from what its real values should be. Yep. And that's what we want to do. All right, I'm going to give you the last couple of minutes here. First of all, tell people how they can get in touch with all your good stuff. Yeah, at Cash on True Social at Cash. Look. Government gangsters. I wish I didn't have to write a book called Government Gangsters. Yeah. But they are there. My manuscript has been deep stated for seven months by the government. Esper, Pompeo, Barr are all on book tours after three months of, of review. I sued in federal court last week to push this book out. It means, and as Mike said, it's not about revenge. We don't have to go after them personally. We have to expose them for their corruption and move past them when we have the ranks of power again. And that's what the book is about, agency by agency, department by department. And we have to galvanize around our conservative values. Look, we are never, 4,000 people in here, 4,000 people are not gonna be 100% on 100%. But we gotta, we gotta be okay with 90%. We can't bicker about the other 10 because then we'll be talking about why we lost the election because we didn't coalesce. That's the important America First presence that Donald Trump puts forward and Mike lives every single day and you do too, brother. What the three of us share is we've all been targets. Targets. Uh, $8 million in legal fees. He's not a millionaire. They try to break you. He's been wrongfully targeted. They're holding his book up, targeting him. I've had similar kind of problems as well, but the War Room Posse and events like the Reawakened Tour are the way we get it. I want the American people to know this is the cavalry right here. the War Room. Wow. 4,000 strong here. Do you want Ben in here? Yeah. I love the Admiral, baby. All right, Peter Navarro, we're going to let Cash get ready for his speech. The general's going to stick with us. I can't even hear it so loud. Ray Clark, after the break. We are out for now. President Trump recently issued a warning from his home at Mar-a-Lago. And I want to quote this. Our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be the greatest defeat, frankly, in 200 years. End quote. He did that in the interview that I had with him a couple weeks ago at his home. Now, there are three reasons the central banks are dumping the U.S. dollar. Inflation, deficit spending, 
in our insurmountable national debt. The fact is there's one asset that has withstood famine, wars, and political and economic upheaval dating back to biblical times. That would be gold. Gold has been a hedge against chaos from time immemorial. And you can own it in a tax-sheltered retirement account with the help of Birch Gold. That's right. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k, maybe from a previous employer, into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't pay a penny out of pocket. Let me repeat that. You don't pay a penny out of pocket. Just text Bannon to 989898 for your free info kit. They'll hold your hand through the entire process. Let me repeat that. Birch Gold professionals will hold your hand through this entire process. Now think about this. When currencies fail, gold is a safe haven. It always has been. How much more time does the dollar actually have? Protect your savings with gold like I did. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers. Text Bannon to 989898. Get your free info kit on gold. Text again, Bannon, to 989898. Remember, the best part is you don't pay a penny out of pocket to get this information and start the process. Do it today. Take action. Host Stephen K. Bannon. Hey, we're here at the great reawaken tour at the Trump Doral. What do you think, folks? Got the posse behind us. Yeah, they're, they're probably not on Rumble right now because we got them right here. Um, my great pleasure to introduce a man who is doing great work for America, Clay Clark. He was the guy back in the dark days of the pandemic who had the courage to fight the lockdown. And I, I, Clay, I want you to start off talking about what you did during the lockdown and then maybe explain why you're running this tour with General Flynn. Well, step one, I started praying for you two. That's a real thing. I put you on the whiteboard in my office. I'm not kidding. Your name is on my whiteboard. I began praying for for you two guys. And I was just asking God, you know, what can I do to help save this nation? And I didn't see a burning bush. I didn't get a handwritten note, but I just felt like God wanted me to not comply. You know, I think he wanted us all not to comply. So I told my wife, if they do a lockdown in Tulsa, Oklahoma, I'm going to sue the mayor of Tulsa to keep the city open, and I will turn my building into a church if the pastor shut down. And that's what we did. And then somehow along the way, I met General Flynn and met you, and I, I not stopped praying for you two because the uh, deep state, the globalists, the Marxists, they do not want you two back in the Trump administration. But you're getting back in the Trump administration in 2024. It's going to happen. Well, your, your focus, I want you to talk about why you're doing this tour because you've had, what, over 20 events so far, yeah. and come... 2020, 2024, you're going to run one of these each month to try to get Trump back in the White House. So tell, tell people why you're committed to, to Trump and the deplorables and the Make America Great movement. What is it that, that attracts you to that? Why? And you're not making any money on yeah, this, to well, be clear. This is costing you money. Okay. Yeah. Well, why are you doing it? Well, the thing is, is that most people won't organize events like this because either A, they don't know how to, or B, they can't afford to lose money. Um, because, frankly, the big corporate sponsors don't want to touch an event like ours. And I just feel like, just like you guys, I mean, you guys are fighting multi-million dollar lawsuits. I just felt like 
I needed to go all in for my country because what good is my wealth if we lose this country? I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, if, if we go to a central bank digital currency, if we go to a CCP-style country, no matter how much money we think we have in the bank, no one's safe from this. So they, they hate you guys because they hate us. So I'm just trying to do what I can do to get behind you guys. And there's so many Americans who want to save this nation, and they're just looking for somebody to go out there and put it all on the line. And so General Flynn and Eric, they sort of direct where we're going. I don't know where we're going next. And then I just Eric try to organize. Mean Eric Trump. Eric Trump. Yeah, yeah. Eric, Eric Trump oh, and General Flynn. Yeah, these two yeah, guys. Yeah, they tell me. Names here, buddy. No, you two guys <laughs> tell me where you're. They, they yeah, tell yeah. me where we're going. Yeah, yeah. And then once they tell me where we're going, I try to organize it, fill it up, and we let people name their price. So if you're watching right now, you can name your price. So if you come and join us in Las Vegas, Nevada, in August, you can literally just pay whatever price that you feel like you can afford. And we do that because we all need to sacrifice. And some people, $10 is a big thing. I grew up poor. I get it. Some people, you can pay a full price for a VIP, whatever. But you know what? We're all in this together. Some of the best people in the world are behind us. And I'm just telling you, it's an honor to be with you guys. I, I was talking to the general in the first block about this is not a revival. Right? This is not a revival tour. It's an action-oriented right. tour. So, Clay, in your mind, what are the kinds of things you want people in this posse to do when they go out uh, through 2024 election? Well, four things. One is have an uncomfortable conversation every day. Tell somebody that you know what's going on and have that uncomfortable conversation. Just say, are you aware of Joe Biden's executive order 14067? And just ask them that uncomfortable question. Have an uncomfortable conversation every day. That's one. Two, I'm not just saying that because you're here. You need to support General Flynn and Peter Navarro. You need to do that because these two guys are making local action happen. So you got to go to your Substack, go to generalflynn.com. So one, uncomfortable conversation per day. Two, support you guys in some capacity. Three, big thing for you. Don't stop listening to the War Room and stop listening to Fox. Keep listening to the War Room and stop watching corporate media. We've got to absolutely defund the swamp and refund the kingdom. Defund the swamp. And finally, support President Donald J. Trump without apology. Go from the silent majority to the vocal majority. Wear the Trump hat everywhere you go. Wear it to church. Wear it to work. Wear it while you're driving. Don't apologize for loving this country. Amen. General, um... You've been doing this, how many, tw tw over 20? We've been doing this over two years now, and we're at, I think it's 21. This is the 21st city that we've been into. It's and, unbelievable. And Clay was telling me when you do it's one of these events, like you're here in the morning when the doors open, yep. shaking hands. Get here at 5.30 every morning. Know, folks. Yep, welcome everybody. I mean, this is Team America at its finest. I mean, this he, is really- He took mercy on you yeah. this time because you just have to drive across. Yeah, right. Across. We're, we're, in this from, case, we're able to stay right in the compound, which yeah. is, this actually works out beautiful. Yeah, that's the, good. The, 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 it, you know, it, the it, support it, here has been amazing. In terms of, you know, you're a, you're a national security foreign policy guy, but at the same time, you're very involved locally. Yeah. Can you explain a little bit about what you're doing? Yeah, there? I mean, I, you know, I get, I, I went all over the country as part of this Reawaken America event, and uh, and we kept telling, I, I, you know, came up with this idea about local action, national impact, and I'm telling all these people to go, you know, get into their school boards, get into their communities, get into their counties, get, you know, run for office, and I'd have all these people come back to me and telling me all these things that they were doing, and it occurred to me that, you know, as as elections got closer. I started to say, my wife and I, you know, we need to get involved in our local level because it was like putting my words into action. So I wanted to show people that it's actually okay to go be a poll watcher or a polling volunteer or 
some act, you know, some level. I'm, I'm a member of my Republican executive committee inside of our the county that I'm in. So get involved. I mean, as much time as I take or as much time as I don't have, I'm still going to get involved in my local community because all of us have a responsibility. Every single thing that we can do right now, we have to do. We don't have a choice. We're, we're moving toward a, a point in, in November of 2024 where we have sort of one option. We win the White House back and we get the right leadership in there. And I'm talking about strong leaders, particularly in, uh, in Donald J. Trump. I mean, he's learned a lot of lessons. I know that. I've spoke to him. I spoke to him yesterday. And there's a lot of things that we talk about. And so you get back in and you have a better idea. There's a lot of lessons learned. We're going to move back in and we're going to even do greater things for this country. I mean, if, if the last thing that I would say is that in this idea of local action, national impact, look at what moms have done for this country in the school system of our country. Mothers getting involved in their children's lives. Mothers have been so extraordinary and fundamental to changing the nature of what is happening on the landscape of the, the political landscape of this country. Mothers, moms, grandmothers, fathers, getting, in, getting involved in their children's lives and changing the course of, of politics at the local level. That is having a national impact, and we're gonna to continue to do that. Amen. And Clay, one of the cool things, um, I wandered around the media room, right? And I wasn't surprised. Fox wasn't there. Right. <laughs> CNN wasn't there. Right. MSNBC wasn't there. Right. But here's the thing. The future was there. Yeah. And the future is in cut the cable, direct access into the internet to reach the people in the grassroots. Can you tell me about all of the folks that are here yeah. in the conservative media that they can actually get truth from? Because I think yeah. this is one of the greatest contributions. There are 4,000 people here. Yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah. But you're reaching how many? Well, right now we're reaching a little over a million people today. There's 103 streaming partners. So a little over a million people are watching right now, which is pretty unbelievable. Um, and I would just say that the, the mainstream media has now done a new move. It's a new move, Peter. So because they're not his glory, because they're not the flyover conservatives, because they're not Ann Vandersteel, the new move is they're pretending to be attendees when they buy a ticket. And then they show up with a massive camera and then they try to, you know, be like an investigative embedded journalist kind of thing. It's the weird, it's like a sneak attack kind of thing. So what we're seeing though is the future of media, the flyover conservatives, again, you're seeing his glory. They're here. You know, you're seeing, um, you were just on um, Patrick Bet David's show there, uh, Valuetainment. Uh, Valuetainment is here. You're starting to see the future of media here and the mainstream media, they're actually going under fake names. And I'm serious, we've, I've caught two of them today. There's fake names where they actually bought a ticket to pretend to be an attendee so that they could film and get their little gotcha questions. Close them. It's I'm just saying it's, it's happened twice. Yeah, yeah. So I just encourage yeah. you, if you're out there today, listen to Valuetainment. Your interview you just did on P Patrick Bitt Davids' Valuetainment's incredible. Yeah. Listen to his glory. That, that listen man to Flyover Conservatives. He's a force of nature. And I'll tell you the honest truth. When I was sitting there, yeah. I was thinking of you hmm. because you two have a lot in common. He is, he is just a pure entrepreneur also in search of the truth yeah. and a man on a mission. So I really enjoyed that interview just as I'm even more enjoying what we're doing here. So you have a vision. What do you hope to accomplish 
in 2024 with those rallies? My, my thing I want to encourage, I want to encourage people who are on the fence, people who are apologetic to be a conservative, to not apologize for your American values. I, I don't apologize for it. It's probably because I've been self-employed since I was 15 years old. But I'm telling you, we need to embrace the Judeo-Christian principles that made this country great, and we need to support those unapologetically with our wallet, with our time, with our treasure. What am I saying? With your time, with your treasure, with your talent. We talk about tithing. I believe in tithing. But if your church is locked down, take that tithe and put it to support a local candidate that you can trust, it, or double up on it. I mean, unplug the cable, take that 50 bucks a month, 100 bucks a month, and devote it to you because you're fighting for your freedom. Quickly, yeah, we only got 60 seconds left, but you told me in Oklahoma, of all places, a lot of the churches are woke. Yeah, in Oklahoma, that's why I turned my building into a church. I mean, Pastor Jackson Lawmeyer is one of the few pastors that refused to lock down. I told my wife, I said, if these woke pastors, after we educate them, if they lock down, I brought doctors and experts to them to, to explain them that the models that said 2.2 million people would die from COVID are false, the polymerase chain reaction tests are false, and even if they weren't, COVID's treatable with budesonide, ivermectin, and hydroxychloroquine, and we have a First Amendment right to gather, and those woke pastors locked down, and that's why I turned my building into a church. Last word? Last word. We are we are going to win. We are going to win because Just win, God baby. Wins. These are my brothers yeah. here. They are patriots. America's going to win. We'll be back after a brief uh, commercial break. We are at the Doral, at the Reawaken Tour, sponsored by these two gentlemen, Clay Clark, General Mike Glenn, true patriots. We'll be right back. Let's hear ya. Friends, it's hard to trust anything anymore. Our most important institutions are being systematically destroyed. Are you prepared for things to get worse? Because true freedom comes from self-reliance. And that means having emergency food on hand. Invest your food foundation with three-month emergency food kits from My Patriot Supply. That's a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. These kits provide over 2,000 calories per day. For energy during tough times, get breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. The food's delicious. Your whole family will love it. Order yours today and receive receive a free gravity-powered Alexa Pure Pro water filtration system valued at $279 as a bonus. Let me repeat that. You order today. You get a free gravity-powered Alexa Pure Pro water filtration system valued at $279 as a bonus. With this offer, you're securing food and purified water for the next crisis. Your three-month kit and free Alexa Pure Pro are all shipped to your doorstep in discreet boxes with free shipping included. Don't let this emergency food offer from My Patriot Supply pass. Action today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Get your order in and your free gravity-powered Alexa Pure Pro water filtration system valued at $279. Stephen K. Bath. Hey, Peter Navarro here. Reawaken tour at the Trump Doral in the war room. This is posse country. And um, I'm so pleased... Uh, to be with Dr. Peter McCullough. Um, Peter and I go a long ways back. I I never met him in person, but when when I was um, in 2020 fighting uh, the pandemic, Fauci's pandemic, 
and trying to uh, win the hydroxychloroquine wars where Fauci was doing. Uh, Dr. McCullough came across my radar. He was a professor at Baylor at the time. This man has more courage uh, than anybody I know. He's been fired twice for standing up for what's right, but the truth will out. And why don't you tell our audience what you know about the, the state of therapeutics and, and the battles you fought, sir. Well, thank Mike you so yours. much. For, Stay as close to this thing yeah, as you thank can. Thank you so much for having me on the program. And I can tell you that you and I were mentally aligned from the very beginning. Uh, this illness was always treatable. Uh, it never was dependent on a single drug. We ended up using drugs in combination. Uh, but although 1.1 million Americans were lost with the virus, uh, we saved millions more of our citizens in the United States, probably tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of individuals worldwide. We start now actually in the sinuses with virucidal nasal washes and sprays supported by multiple randomized trials, dilute povidone iodine, dilute hydrogen peroxide, xylitol, colloidal silver. They work great, need to start quickly. Nutraceuticals and supplements, the most important ones are zinc, vitamin C, vitamin D, quercetin, over-the-counter famotidine. The oral antivirals always played a role, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, Paxlovid, molnipiravir. It's really dealer's choice. I think the most effective is ivermectin at the high dose. Corticosteroids, aspirin, colchicine, anticoagulants. The bottom line is that this has always been a treatable illness. The only Americans who lost their lives, Peter, were those who were denied treatment. Yes. Even the monoclonal antibodies worked but we just never had them at our disposal. And, and when you were going through this in real time, what were you thinking when Fau the Fauci's of this world were in denial and CNN had their back and people were dying? I mean, how frustrated were you? It looked like there was an agenda from the very beginning, Peter, to promote fear, suffering, hospitalization and death, to prepare the world for mass vaccination. I really believe that COVID-19 illness was the setup for mass vaccination, and boy, have we paid the price. And and to be clear, you don't think that that's a vaccine, right? The vaccines as we have them, <coughs> the only real vaccine is Novavax, and that's an antigen-based vaccine, but Pfizer, Moderna, and Janssen, they're actually genetic treatments. And how much damage you think these things are doing and have done? What, what's it gonna look like for people with multiple jabs as they go through the rest of their lives. There's a Zogby's survey from last summer. 15% of people who are taking these shots now are chronically sick. We're seeing record mortality across all data systems. And I can tell you as a doctor, we have now uh, over 3,400 papers in the peer-reviewed literature on fatal and non-fatal vaccine injury syndromes. My practice is overloaded with people damaged by the vaccines. And, and this was really a bio biology 101 when you think about it. I, Doc Malone and I uh, wrote some papers on this about how if you've got a leaky and non-durable vaccine or quasi-vaccine, that would breed mutations that would basically create worse monsters than you were fighting. Is that how it has played out? In this case, it's clearly prolonged the pandemic. Fortunately, the virus has mutated to become uh, weaker over time. But papers from uh, the Mayo Clinic and <coughs> from a company, uh, Inference in New York, showed we got to 25% vaccinated. We're promoting mutant strains. It's just like using the same antibiotic, you're gonna get resistant bugs. 
it's it's like I know so many people who had the jab multiple times and they've gotten COVID like three, four, and five times. It's insane. That's right. And, and every time, and tell me if I'm wrong here, every time you get the jab, it kind of wipes out some of the immunities you might have built up if you had COVID. Right, the, uh, repeated vaccination is misdirecting the immune system, setting people up for infection after infection. I'll have to let that be the last word. You got it, man. All right. Be you're, good. you're a hero. Let's give him a hand. Yeah. Yeah. This is um, this is a really interesting experience for me here. As as, uh, as many of you know, I don't <laughs> I don't like to travel much anymore. It's um, it's much more uh, it's easier, let us say, doing the war room um, from uh, my my home studio than go out and traveling. I'm not afraid of the virus or anything like that. It's nothing like that. It's just I don't know. We're in a virtual age. But getting up close and personal with the kind of folks that are really just the salt of the earth here, the deplorables, the war posse, the guy who was just sitting here just got announced, by the way, if you heard that, um, to speak. And um, what Clay Clark said earlier about the, um, the conservative media that's here um, is something I want to emphasize. I want to talk a little bit about President Trump's um, CNN appearance. I think uh, I think that that we all agree that that was a, a dominant performance. There's no question um, in our minds. But here's the thing. Here's what I worry about. It's like I think if you just do it from a, a strategic point of view, rather than rub it in CNN's face that it was a strategic performance, I think it would be better to acknowledge that the management has changed at CNN and that they at least appear to be moving back to their roots, which was more of a pure, nonpartisan news organization rather than the, the propaganda mouthpiece uh, from the Jeff Zucker age that did so much damage uh, to President Trump in the 2020 race. And I think, I think being, being humble about the president's performance would, would better ensure that it's not one and done. I'd love to see the boss get on CNN regularly and be and and not just Donald Trump but his surrogates because we have we have um, a situation where now because Trump's the front runner Fox and CNN will, will put him back on but the problem is that all of his most effective communicators and surrogates are canceled. And um, I think, ha remember the, the principle that the enemy of our enemy is our friend. And clearly, CNN and Fox News are mortal enemies. They're, they're, they're literally trying to kill each other. And 
Fox is in extreme turmoil right now. We'll talk a little bit about that in a minute. And if we can encourage CNN to you know, let a thousand flowers bloom, if I want to make that quote, um, it'd be a really good thing for the 2024 race. And what I'm worried about, if you watched the reaction to the coverage about how Trump dominated, you immediately had Jake Tapper, Poppy Harlow, others, the, 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 the show, I won't call them news anchors, the show anchors who have been the biggest propagandists and mouthpieces for the Bidenites, just really ripping not just Trump, but, but their own network. And what we have now, interestingly, at CNN and Fox, is a war between the so-called talent that they have and the management. And it's in each case, it's a different kind of war. Hear me out on this. You've got, at Fox, the, the Trump people are gone, right? They cancel all the Trump people. And the never Trump people are in ascendancy because of the Murdoch family. Not, I think Rupert's kind of, you know, he's, he's obviously the guy leading, stirring, this, stirring the pot. But his sons, um, and then Suzanne Scott, the CEO, and Lauren Pedersen, the CEO of Fox Business, they're all working with Paul Ryan, its board of directors, and Carl Rove is one of the primary talents to make sure that everything they do is designed to make sure that Donald Trump doesn't win the primary, and if he does, he's never president again. So we're seeing all of that happen now, and the talent that has tried to rebel against this uh, and has, has just been taken out. You know, Tucker is obviously the, 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 the most obvious one, but before that, there, there was Lou Dobbs, um, people who I have great respect for as individuals, Judge Janine, Maria Bartiromo, Laura Ingram, Sean Hannity, they all have been muzzled to a certain extent. And what we have to do is cut the Fox News cable cord. It's just, until they put Trump back on, televise his rallies, and allow people like Don Jr., Eric, Laura Trump, Cash Patel, Mike Flynn, yours truly, and others back on their air to talk about significant policy issues, we don't want to have anything to do with them. Watch The War Room, Real America's Voice. There's other conservative media, and I've lot of seen a lot of them. Meanwhile, CNN, the talent there, the best case for me, is that the Jake Tappers of this world will either resign in protest or get pushed out because they don't want to return to what they should be which is legitimate journalists asking probing question in an objective way and not trying to spin everything 
The thing that frustrates me most about the CNN, MSNBC, I mean, whatever happens, you know they're going to spin it in a way which is going designed to harm Trump or the deplorables or everybody in between. And you are the enemy, Posse. You are MAGA. You are Make America Great Again. And they want to continually roll the drumbeat that somehow you're an extremist. And one of the things I did today in my speech at the conference, and we'll talk about it after the break, is to try to make everyone in the MAGA movement and in the Posse an ambassador who will explain exactly what is happening in MAGA world and why we care nothing more than peace, prosperity, national security for God, family, and country. We'll be right back after the break. Cash Patel is going to rejoin me. We are in Steve Bannon's war room. They love Steve Bannon here. I'm a pale substitute for Steve, but they love him. This is the posse. I'll be right back. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand, And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than covidtaxrelief.org. Visit covidtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's covidtaxrelief.org, covidtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with covidtaxrelief.org. Has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Hey, Peter K. Navarro in for the Admiral Stephen K. Bannon. We're here at the Doral Trump Resort at the Reawakened Tour, sponsored by Clay Clark and General Michael Flynn. And um, Cash Patel has rejoined uh, the set here after listening to his uh, young lady, uh, <laughs> lover, girlfriend, fiance, who knows? Hey. Uh, sing on stage here. But Cash, um, I want to get right into it because I've been watching very carefully um, the House committee 
uh, trying to get to the bottom of communist China and some of the weaponizations stuff. Um, and um, how's it going? Tell me what they should be doing that yeah. they're not. And I, I'm not. I'm not wild about what's going on. Yeah, look, as a former senior investigator for Chairman Nunes when we ran Russiagate, you know, we kind of laid out a game plan that some of the committees are following. You know, mostly when it comes to extortion and fraud, you follow the money. You issue subpoenas for the bank accounts, but then you release that information. I'm glad we have a committee on the CCP, but I don't know exactly what the priorities are other than just saying we're going after the CCP. Okay, that's great, but what aspect? Intel? how they penetrate cyber, what they're doing in the air, space, sea, the South China Sea, Taiwan. I mean, here's the thing with congressional committees. They can only do so many things. So yeah. pick one or two things. And I don't know what they've focused on other than general hearings. And I get that's a way to get information out to the public. But we now know the Bidens are in bed with them and have been for years. And I get one committee's doing that. But are there other people that did it? And maybe this, that committee can focus on those things. And um, what about the interaction uh, jo Jordan's committee has had? There's, there's guys that I've been saying for years and wrote about in my books, Brennan and Clapper, yeah. right? Architects um, of Russia. They, I guess they've been subpoenaed, but like those guys go back to the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax. Yeah. What, what, what should be we, we be doing with those guys? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, they, they, they need to be looked at carefully for indictments, for, for lying to Congress and treason and all sorts of stuff. No, absolutely. But as you know, you know, we don't have the White House or the executive branch, so yeah. we don't have the DOJ. So what we have to do is hearings like this. And I'm just going to read the headline here. John Brennan, the former head of the CIA, yeah. closed-door interview confirmed Hunter Biden's laptop was all political. Quotes. So we knew it. He knew it. He knew Russiagate was political six years ago when he allowed that to happen on his watch and advised Obama that it yeah. was happening. And of course they have to admit it now because they've been caught. Those committees, they have fashioned an excellent investigative approach, at least in terms of this. But, but they got away with it. That's the thing. Well, like yeah. you and I, yeah, we, Flynn, we uh, everybody I knew in the West Wing is a target yeah. of the Biden Injustice Department. And these guys, what, what, what now? Now that he's admitted that, yeah, I mean, he, that that's election theft. Okay, it's, it's rigging. That cost yeah, yeah. the election. That cost the election. Because if people had known that that laptop was real, they would have more would have yeah. voted for Trump. The polling says that. It's, what do we yeah. do? What we do is place them under oath. The new statute of limitations starts today because you don't actually just uh, technicality. Whether or not they were placed under oath, I don't know if they were or not. But as yeah. long as the committee advised them that their statements, if they are false, they can be federally prosecuted. So it's just as good. I re recall that from my Russiagate days. Why are they doing them under closed doors? Probably because they were some of the stuff they'll say is classified. Here's, uh, look, here's the that, thing. I, that, I, I, I'm with you. I'm not. I, nonsense. I did 68 interrogations. A lot of them are See, under closed doors. See, it's the same crap they pulled with the J6 committee yeah. where they put everybody... You know, behind closed doors, and then they cherry pick this stuff. I want to know. I want the entire. It's now, time for the people. Now, to get the, the now truth. that entire transcript has to be released. That's, yes, that's has yes. To, thank I'm okay you. with the closed door if the next step if they is release, the release it so we can read it. Yes, I'm okay with that, and that might take a week or. And let's see what they do. They got Clapper and Brennan, and that was a big lift. Like, you know, I'm critical of the committee on many instances, yeah. but that was a big lift yeah. to get them in. Now, as you say, educate the American public because that's how we're going to have accountability. We're not going to have it at the. And what about guys. Ray and his? I mean. Well, Ray's he's got to come in too. Or across Everything. the whole J6 
6th thing where we had FBI informants instigating the violence. He was weak on China. He talks a good game, but always weak. What about him? What do you do he, about Chris He allowed Ray? Russiagate to happen. He permitted it on his watch. Yeah. He embedded sources in Christian houses of worship, or at least authorized it in his FBI. He's the next guy in. The Judiciary Committee must subpoena Chris Ray. And, and But what's the strategy? As you said, yeah. they control the Department of Justice. What... What do we need to do? I think we have to start some impeach hold these impeachment proceedings against some of these cabinet-level officials, not the guys that are out. Clapper and Brennan are yeah, out. Yeah. If they lied, we'll prosecute them in a year and a half. No, no problem. But they, what if they tell the truth? What if they say, which is the truth, yeah, we rigged the election. It's what? political. What, what do you do? Well, you take that and you say it every day, 10 times a day from now until 2024. Yeah. So everybody out, not here, but everybody out there who says, no, you guys are right-wing conspiracists. No, we're not. They said it. We called them out on it. I got an we, idea. Why don't you write a book? Call it, <laughs> call it Government Gangsters. Gangster, yeah. I think, God, I'll never Go ahead and tell people now. about it a little bit. GovernmentGangsters.com, pre-sale. Yeah. I still can't really talk about it because they won't release my manuscript. These Government Gangsters. Yes. And that's the irony. Look, it's coming out. We sued them in federal court last week. We're getting what, it what out. You, which calls the tune? Is it the DOJ wags the FBI tail or does the FBI wag the DOJ I think tail? you know how it is in government. They wag each other's tail when they want to duck and cover, right? Yeah. They don't want to be out there saying, oh no, they're going to be like, oh, it's DOD. No, it's DOJ. No, it's CIA. No, it's FBI. And they're just going to yell at each other and publicly they're going to excoriate us for being like, oh, we're going to leak sensitive information. Why do you think uh, there hadn't been more conscientious objectors and whistleblowers emerging from the FBI as they watch all these things well, done to people like you and me and Trump? I think we have seen a, a, a little bit of a watershed moment. We had none. Yes. Now I've got six that I can count that have provided okay, some serious well, allegations. Yeah. And that's great. We need yeah. more. Look, we got the. We now know the FBI has refused. They acknowledge the document exists yeah. um, about the politicization of Hunter Biden's yeah. case. So we know that's real. We're going to get that document. We've got the IRS whistleblower. We've got the other FBI whistleblowers talking about padding statistics against Trump uh, followers. So we just got to stay right. on it. I'm going to take the last you got to 30 do seconds here. Uh, folks, um, great to have you here. I need, if you can, help me out. Peter Navarro.substack.com. Peter Navarro.substack.com. That's my legal defense fund. And it's also the way I'm communicating now. It's the short form version of the war room. You are the posse. The admiral is the king. Trump 2024. Cash Patel is our new Attorney General or <laughs> FBI Director. That's a guarantee. Or maybe SecDev. Yeah. All right, brother. <laughs> Great to All be right. with you, Peter. Thanks for having me. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. 
Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 